Hey, welcome to the Juice Bar Experts podcast, where we are going to give you tips, tools, strategies for launching a new juice bar or scaling and increasing the profitability and efficiency in your existing juice bar. I'm your host, Andrew McFarlane. The last 10 years, I've been in the juice bar business, running my own juice bars, as well as helping hundreds of entrepreneurs all around the world launch successful juice businesses. So without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Juice Bar Experts podcast. Hope you guys are feeling amazing. I'm feeling good. I just did a little workout. I feel energized. Um, I apologize if the sound quality isn't as amazing as it normally is. I'm actually on the road. I'm traveling, so I don't have my usual podcast setup. But I did want to record this episode and get you this very valuable information, which is the most important thing overall. And so today, as the episode states, we are talking about if you are wanting to franchise your business, what are some things that you need to have in order and together so that you can be prepared to actually franchise your business? Now, I know that this is potentially an aspiration for many of you. It might not be that the goal for all of you, and it doesn't have to be. But if you are listening to this, I would imagine you're somewhat interested in this topic. I'll start by sharing a quick story. I remember a number of years back, I was speaking to a prospective client who had aspirations to franchise and was asking me, you know, what do we need to have in order so that we can do this? And so I started to begin um, asking some questions and it came to my awareness that this person was so far from even being in a conversation around franchising and the conversation really should have been focused on getting their business in order so that they could merely be profitable because this individual had only been in business for about two months, had almost no employees, was working more than full time, the business wasn't making money, didn't have systems, and so I shared with this person, you know, maybe you want to not be so focused on franchising your business and first be focused on just making your business as successful as possible. So I say all that to just preface some of the things that I'm going to be talking about in this episode and bullet pointing so that you guys can put it together, put your attention in these areas, and then eventually get prepared to franchise your business. So I think the first question that's really important to ask yourself when it comes to being prepared to franchise is first, how many hours do you work in the business, right? Because how many hours you work in and on the business is often a very strong indicator as to how prepared your business is or isn't. Now, I also want to make a distinction depending on how you're working on the business because there are things that you have to do, meaning are you running to the grocery store every third day to pick up inventory items that have gone missing because you didn't have a proper inventory process? Or are you spending and investing time in and on your business in growth areas? So, you know, building strategic partnerships, um, figuring out other distribution channels, things that maybe don't have to be done if you're not in a growth mindset versus things that you're doing just to sustain and maintain the business. That's a very big distinction. So that's the first thing that is important to think about. And that 
is often going to be the, the gauge and the barometer as to how healthy and how um, ready your business might be for another dimension that would be franchising. So I'm going to talk in more detail about those specific areas, and then you can just keep that in the back of your mind as you're kind of going through this about how much time you spend and how prepared you are for each one of these areas. Okay, so let's talk about staffing. Do you have a process for hiring your staff, for training your staff, for the kinds of accountability that your staff needs to have, and therefore what would lead to maybe you letting your staff members go? Is this in place? Because the one thing you have to understand, and this is maybe the mistake that a lot of juice bar owners and and other business owners make when it comes to potentially franchising their business is they think, well, a lot of these things are just going to be intuitive and someone that I hand this business off to is just going to know how to do it. But you really have to think differently and ask yourself, if I was handing this business over to someone who had zero experience, maybe they were 10 years old, right? Could a 10-year-old run this business? Now, that might be a bit of a stretch, and I'm kind of saying that figuratively to to you know make a point but you want to think about simplifying and outlining every single process in your business as such so going back to it how do you hire your employees literally from the moment of what does the job posting look like what are the roles and responsibilities what is the interviewing process right before someone gets hired what are the questions that you ask them in the interview process how do you train them How do you evaluate their performance, right? How do you uh, create expectations and what expectations should they have, should you have of them to evaluate if they're doing a great job or not? And the list goes on and on. And this is one aspect, obviously, that is connected to so many parts of your operations, right? Because you can't run your business without people and therefore you have to give them guidance on that. So we'll move to the next point, which is all about your systems. Do you have systems and documented systems for every part of your process that can translate into accountability for your team, right? So let's just take one very obvious and big one. Do you have a system for inventory management? A day that the inventory is done, how to do inventory, for greatest efficiency, so is there a way that your kitchen might be organized so that that can all happen? How does the orders get taken care of? How do you know when something needs to be reordered and does not need to be reordered? Systems for everything, opening, closing, transitioning, cleaning, right? Training, onboarding, all aspects of the business. Very, very, very important. And this is really the the guts of the business. Right. I often tell people, and you probably heard me say, if this isn't your first podcast episode that you're listening to, is that when you're in food service, you're really in food service manufacturing, aka the manufacturing business. And manufacturing is all about systems. It's all about processes. And so you have to have operational paperwork and systems of accountability for every single aspect of your business, receiving product, preparing the product assessing the quality of the product, everything. And now these can be very hard to do 
or I shouldn't say that they're hard to do. It can be very difficult to think about if you don't have a lot of experience with the business, you don't even know what you should be doing and how detailed you need to be, and then creating a culture in the business that supports that as well. So you have to have all your paperwork together. And then the next thing when it comes to preparing your business for franchising is making sure that your business is as profitable as possible, right? Do you have good or great metrics when it comes to your gross income, meaning your top line income, how much does the business take in for your gross? Secondly, for your bottom line and all the other expenses, are you within a reasonable or great standard for the industry where if somebody else is coming to buy into the business, they're very excited about it, right? Understand that you're selling your concept. And so your concept has to be very profitable. And if not, then you then the next phase for you in your business is to focus on how do you really maintain and evaluate all the expenses in the business? How do you make sure that you're not spending overspending anywhere in the business whatsoever and that you can get your sales up as much as possible? And that's going to come from marketing and you know, upselling and training your staff on customer service, right? Which you also, going back to the previous one, need to have a system around, right? Because there's a customer journey that most people will go down. And sometimes, and I recommend that you write a script for your staff to educate them on all these things. And, and in this, you know, podcast episode, I'm going to be speaking very high level just so that you can understand what major things need to be done because we can get more and more granular and obviously, you guys should know that you know we have a business and we help our clients with these things. So reach out to me personally at andrew at starterjuicebar.com if you want to talk about how we can help you get to that next level and prepare your business for franchising. But moving on to the next element, right? So we talked about hiring and staffing process. We talked about your operational process and procedures. We talked about the financial aspects And before I move on from the financial aspects, let's just kind of hit some numbers, okay? You want your labor to be at 25% or less of your gross income. You want, and this is with you not working like crazy in the business. It's very easy for a business owner to save a ton of money if you're working 18 hours a day but that's not going to really translate to another business owner. When someone buys into a franchise, they don't want to, they don't want that for themselves. So once again, when I say this, your labor should be 25% or less. That's with you not working in the business at all. Okay. You're not on the payroll for that. Next, your food cost, cost of goods, 25% or less. The better you can be in these areas, Great. And these are goals. Does it mean that you have to have to be at 25? You know, if you're 27%, that's probably passable, but that's not to say that you're in a great position. 25% would be good. And then less than that is even better. Now, the last thing that I want to talk about as a major category is your brand as a whole. Is your business well branded? Do people look at your brand and go, wow, that's amazing. Is it unique and distinct because you don't want to have a franchise that looks like every other franchise, okay? And part of your brand, and I have episodes, I'm not gonna go super deep into the branding, I'll talk about it a little bit, but we have podcast episodes where I go much deeper into branding. But you have to think about your brand visually, 
Do you have a strong story? So much of branding is about story. Do you have a strong story that people can get behind and get excited about and want to be a part of as part of a movement? Do you have a story for, and really think about storytelling, right? A beginning, a middle, and I don't want to say an end, but it's really a future. So where did you come from? Where are you now? And where are you going? What is your vision for other people to get on board with your business? And that's going to be with franchisees, but also with customers. What is the vision that you have for the future? This is about storytelling. And then moving into right the other aspects of your brand. Does Is the customer experience amazing? Is the voice of your brand distinct? Is the design of your location beautiful and distinguished? Where you don't want people to be saying, oh, well, I can go to that brand or I can go to that brand, that you want people to fall in love with your business so that if they decide that they want to buy into a franchise, it couldn't be any other way. It had to be yours. And that way you're going to also build a culture of franchisees that very much align with your vision, that are committed and dedicated, and they're working for the greater purpose of the brand itself and not just for the amount of money that it can make them. Now, these are sort of the core things. When you really get around to franchising, you're going to need to have so much more in place. You're going to need to have a sales team, right, that can sell the franchise. You're going to need to have other people that can mentor and train your franchisees. You might have to have, you know, an office or a kitchen somewhere where people come in and you train them on the product. You talk to them. You know, McDonald's has a whole university that it brings people through. Now, will you? do you have to start there? No, no, but you have to think about the fact that when you're running a franchise, you are really more like a corporate entity and your clients slash customers are no longer people coming in to buy juice, but they're people that are coming in to buy the brand. So the way that you manage that business is going to be very different. It's a different kind of structure altogether. So just to recap, once again, the things that you really kind of high level need to be thinking about and um, focus on is, first of all, you know, what, how much time are you investing in the business, which is a byproduct of how well everything else is put together. Because if you're working 20 hours a day, right, you're probably not ready to franchise and you got to figure out how you can you delegate, how can you put systems and operations in your business to free up your time. So the next thing I talked about is hiring, staffing. So training the staff, everything when it comes to managing the people in your business, having systems and processes around that. Moving into systems and processes operationally in your business how to produce the product, how to do your inventory, right? Everything, okay? And writing it down, making sure that you have your paperwork together, employee manuals, inventory lists, training guides, vendor contact forms, everything, okay? Then moving on to your profitability. What do the numbers in your business look like? Is it attractive to someone else? If you saw this business, would you think, man, this business is making really good money? The owner's not investing a lot of time into it. Right. And the last little small caveat I want to mention with that is thinking about, you know, documenting how much it's going to cost to have someone else start the business. And you're going to be within a range. Granted, not every location is going to be the same, but it is helpful when you're opening, if you don't have a storefront yet, to really keep track of all of your expenses, your budget for the sake of when someone else comes in and says, hey, how much did it cost you to do this? And what am I going to be expecting? Then you have some reference point for them. And then the last thing that I talked about, which was the brand, right? Making sure you have a unique brand. If you have to do a rebrand, do it, right? It's very important that you have a distinct brand, a unique brand, something that's compelling and inspiring and gets people to jump on board. So that's it for this episode right now. I hope this has been helpful. And like I said, we can support you 
and put together a package for your business to fill in the gaps to get you ready to franchise your company. So reach out to me at andrew at startajuicebar.com if this is the next phase for you and you really want to get to that next level in your business. Maybe you've been in business for six months to a year or longer and you know that you know where you're at right now is not where you want to stop and it's not where you want to be. You want to go to another level. Reach out to me at andrew at startajuicebar.com. Until then, hope this has been helpful for you all. This is Andrew McFarlane with the Juice Bar Experts podcast. I'll see you at the next episode. Thank you.